All right, more to come, listeners. Welcome to uh, another episode of this is the Stargazing Holiday Holiday Gift Guide Special Podcast. How's that, um, Meg? And, I'm, and when I say Meg, I mean Meg Limke, PW's Graphic Novels Review Editor. Hi. Yes, it is our holiday gift guide chat All because right. I love buying books for yeah. the holidays. All right. In fact, I just came out of the bookstore literally before I got on this. Uh, Even this better. Call. You can give us a shopper's eye view. I know. Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's the easiest thing to buy is you just go to the bookstore and you get all of your gifts in one one trip. I um, love it. Yeah. So we publish at PW um, a gift guide for 2022, and Calvin and I send uh, Carolyn, who's the features editor, our picks, and she picks from our picks, and we want to tell you what we got on the comics list. So, and especially because this will be airing like. If you're like me, you haven't gotten all your presents yet. So it's fun to yes, this is, this is for last-minute shoppers. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm saying. One, one step, one step. Uh, so for the adult books, the, the lead is um, After Lambana by Eliza Victoria and Mervyn Malonzo from Tuttle. And this I'm super excited about getting selected here because it's, it's highlighting and featuring that Tuttle is doing comics coming out of the Philippines. They have a whole list of them. We did an article about it at PW. Yes. And this is a kind of amazing, immersive, uh, magical work set in Manila. And so I think it's it's a, a great kind of crossword book if you're a, a fan of uh, sci-fi fantasy in your list. And then also it has a sort of lovely, just literary quality um, for any comics reader. Yeah, absolutely. And Jennifer de Guzman... Um wrote our, our piece on mm -hmm. really uh, 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 Tuttle Publishing actually providing a showcase, I think that's the title of the, of the story, showcase for Filipino graphic novels and prose. So go to publishersweekly.com slash comics and, you know, do a search for um, Tuttle and uh, Jennifer de Guzman and you won't be disappointed. You'll learn something yep. about Filipino writing. And this is one of the first in this new list or focus that they're putting out. And it, there's more coming in the spring. We're, we'll we'll be seeing more. Terrific. So then this next book was a real discovery for me. And when I absolutely is the type, I'm going to probably get a copy of this for my spouse, actually. Shh, don't listen to the podcast, spouse. <laughs> it's <laughs> Bauhaus by Valentina Grande and Sergio Varbella. It's translated from the Italian by Catherine Kofer, and it's from Prestel, which is not a publisher we see doing a lot of graphic novels necessarily. Hmm. And it's um, about the Bauhaus School of Design. It's very in my wheelhouse. I'm super interested in it, um, which is, as you know, likely, and a theory about stripping down, mm -hmm. um, you know, the things around us, their core principles of form married to function. So they have like a, a very simple, elegant uh, aesthetic, and you know, the book itself also has this really incredible sort of stripped down, um, functional ar architectural aesthetic. I think it's a beautiful book and there's a lot of interest in Bauhaus continuing that, that style of design. I think this is really f the kind of book you might get someone who doesn't read comics usually, but you know, they just have like really fantastic chairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, very cool. Unfortunately, I did not read this book. So I'm going to, that's, that's a book I might want to get for myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'll get it for you. There you go. Then we have a manga, Bleach, the 20th anniversary edition, volume one. I'm Adita Kubo, and it's from Viz. Um, and I wanted to shout out uh, Drusilla Schultz from our, the PW team, the Dearly Missed. Uh, she was our book room editor for many years, and she helped pick out the manga. She's a big fan. Yeah. So this has got um, 
you know, what I say, it's the 20th anniversary edition of Bleach. Mm-hmm. Absolutely something for people who've already got it and are collectors yeah. and to introduce the... This is a super popular global best-selling manga right. that's really well known. Obviously, it's a 20-year anniversary. Um, we, you know, go out and get it. If, if you're a fan, you want this. Right. Um, moving right along, given that we have a short time to get through so many great books, is Fine, a comic about gender by Rhea Ewing. And I think that um, this book both got a fair amount of attention and still is a little under the radar and has a lot of room to get discovered by a larger crossover audience. It comes from Live Right. Um, Ewing conducted, you know, over a decade's worth of interviews with people, just all kinds of people about gender and how they came to understand their own gender, how they considered um, others. And uh, it's really inclusive of transgender people, which Ewing themselves came to discover about themselves as they were, going through the process of the interview. Um, and it's done in a very accessible comic style. And I think that what is really appealing about it is how much it gets into nuance and like not one sort of straightforward concept of gender. It's a very thinky ethnographic work. Yeah. And, and they were on a, a great panel at the Brooklyn Book Festival this year. Mm-hmm. If you go to the Brooklyn Book Festival and, and Google find, you know, you can, uh, you can probably rewatch it. It was uh, moderated by, uh, PW and the Beats, Heidi McDonald, and really mm-hmm. had a great mm-hmm. lineup of people on it on the panel. So back to classic manga, the ghost in the shell fully compiled. So I'm uh, Can I say something about this? Please uh, get in there. Yeah. All right. A ghost in the shell fully compiled. Shiro Masamuni's sci-fi cosmic, um, masterpiece. This is one of the, my most favorite manga in all the world. I've, I've, I've read the various incarnations of it. Um, which is mentioned in here. Go out and get it. Uh, it's mind blowing. It's fun. Uh, it's classic manga art. Uh, it, it's one of the first really brilliant iterations of the whole human consciousness as basically spiritual data that can be downloaded to interchangeable mm-hmm. mecha bodies. You know, uh, this is one of my favorite manga in the, in the whole world. That's all. <laughs> no, that's perfect. It first published in 1995, so it also has that kind of great mid-90s um, nostalgia thing going, which is very hot right now. And I think that, as you're saying, it's a precursor um, to many, many, many current works and tropes in that uh, category and genre. So who are you going to get it for, Calvin? Is that a secret? <laughs> I don't know. But, but you know, I've, actually, I've got multiple variety. I've got multiple editions of uh, Ghost in the Shell, so – Including all of the various supplementary uh, um, uh, uh, pu- publications that that spin off from it. So, well, the idea is now it can be handed to people who haven't ever encountered it all yeah. in one. Fully, I love fully compiled. This is subtitle. Uh, yeah. Funny. Um, oh, and here's another one that I know is a big favorite for Calvin. The key. It is. Yeah. Ervic. Yeah. Uh, and that's from Avery. I should mention Ghost in the Shell is Kadansha. Yes. Um, you, you want to jump in on Ervic? This is one. Uh, Ervic, well, it's just a delightful book. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, it's, it's a memoir, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, but it's also an incredible love letter to the game of, of soccer. And Ervic Ir, Ir, talks about her time as a young competitive soccer player in the 1980s and the team that she, uh, was the goalkeeper for. Um, uh, uh, but it's also this really eccentric history of 
lady footballers, the history of women's soccer through the year, women's sports as well as soccer through the years. And it's a really, um, it's a celebration of the impact of Title IX, the, the, um, the, uh, the, the legislation that banned discrimination uh, 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 against women in sports. It's mm-hmm. really a, uh, a, a celebration of that, of Title IX and its impact on women's sports as a gateway to freedom and self-determination. Excellent. Yeah, she, she does in this book what we love in a memoir, which is a thread in, uh, instances of research and historical context, and it's all done with really lovely comics, very readable. Yes, beautiful and wonderful and uh, charming art style. Speaking of charming art styles, so I'm <laughs> pretty pumped about this one. This was one of my picks for Dick Guide is Let There Be Light by Liana Fink, and this is out from Random House. Um, so this is a retelling of the Book of Genesis with God presented as a woman uh, who who's wearing a Burger King style crown. Um, she's basically, you know, pretending God is a conflicted woman artist who's unsure of her design, sort of keeps adding things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you like Leanna Fink's comics, um, which are widely published and um, sort of this wobbly line, often uh, Dot-esque, you know, existential mm. dread encounters. You'll love this. And it's, you know, it's something of an answer to Crumb's illustrated um, Bible works, too. And I, I think it's just, mm-hmm. it's an irreverent gift for anyone on your list who may be celebrating in a secular fashion. My, my thoughts on it. All right. So you want me to do this next one? Yeah, go in. Go in. All right. The Milestone Compendium 1. This is a gigantic... Uh, and I'm, and I don't use that word lightly. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, trade paperback collection, and I'm talking about a 1,300-page uh, trade paperback collection that collects all of the early installments, the origin stories of the Milestone superhero universe, and that is a black superhero universe. And this is really the history of the stories created by Milestone Media, uh, the uh, uh, black-owned. A uh, co-publishing venture with DC Comics launched in 1993 by a variety of black writers, but in particular, Dwayne McDuffie, uh, the late Dwayne McDuffie, who was just a dazzling guy, uh, writer, animator, um, uh, he, he, really a magnetic figure around the many other uh, co-founders along with uh, Milestone Media. So this really collects the early stories of characters like Hardware, Icon, Static Shock, which who, which has gone on to be an animated uh, feature. Uh, so check it out. It's it's really uh, an uh, well. It, these are it, it, it's really one of the first total uh, comprehensive, fully realized black superhero universe, all created by black artists, and uh, and then it was a landmark event. Um, amazing. I have nothing to add except you should probably buy it. <laughs> Check it out. I, I'm sure everybody has someone who needs a 1,300-page book on their shelf. Yes, um, yes, yes. There you go. <laughs> you can browse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So the next book was really delightful, and our critics loved it. It's really got a throwback art style. Um, this is Number One is Walking from Steve Martin, the Steve Martin mm-hmm. of um, film and television fame. And Harry Bliss, who's a New Yorker cartoonist, who's sort of an older style New Yorker cartoonist, is from Saladon. They did a book in 2020, A Wealth of Pigeons, that were like 
basically Martin pitching Bliss New Yorker style cartoons that were one page each. And it was like a cute and it, it sold really well. Um, this is actually Martin's memoir of his life in film. So he's done prose memoirs, but this is his comics, his first ever graphic memoir. Cool. Um, and it gets into backstage stories from different films like The Jerk and Roxanne. Um, I love that Steve Martin is doing that. I feel like he's having a, a moment currently, like not, not if he ever, not that he ever stopped having a moment, but He's having another moment. Um, I could totally he's see having that multiple like, moments these yeah. days, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's on that new the, show, Only Murders yeah. in the Building. For yes. some reason, he's randomly trending on Twitter once in a while. Um, I might buy this for my mom. Don't tell her that. <laughs> my dad listens to our podcast. I know. This podcast <laughs> is a big gift spoiler for everybody, but go on. I know. On. It's okay. <laughs> Neither my mom nor my spouse listen to it, so we're good so far. There you go. Um, <laughs> but I think it's really, it is very good for like, um, you know, he had his heyday in the 70s to 80s. So somebody who might be a big fan from that period really like it. Yeah. Um, I did not read this, and so I'm, 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 I'm going to put it on my list. Yeah, again, we can, stuff we can get for Calvin. Everybody there you go. There you go. Um, and, okay, so speaking of another one that just like absolutely, I can see several people who I would dig buying this for is Pinball by John Chad from First Second, which is a history of the pinball craze from the game's earliest iterations, Bagatelle, which European immigrants brought to America in the 19th century to its golden age in the 30s and then again in the 80s with the digitization. And, you know, I think everybody has a pinball fan. Friend. And this has been re- this was a really well done book, uh, and it uses the comics form in interesting and dynamic ways um, in terms of following like the mechanics of pinball. And I think it's also like one of those lovely books that marries something that has a real hold in popular culture mm. as well as fascinating um, you know machinery to discuss and describe like some interesting physics basically. Cool. So I think it has a great um, it's got a, a lot of facets to it, uh, and our reviewer really loved it. Then this one I'm definitely buying for a couple of people because it's such an event, really. It's um, Miyazaki's Shuno's Journey, um, which for a second is putting out. So this is, um, you know, animator and studio Ghibli co-founder Miyazaki of Totoro and, um, you know, the Nausicaa's fa- uh, fame, sorry, I'm Spirited Away, I'm just mm-hmm, yeah, off yeah. our favorite films. Um this is one of his few comics he released, his few manga he released in his career. And it's a lush fantasy available in English for the first time. It was published in 1983 in Japanese in Japan. Uh, and it takes inspiration from the Tibetan folklore. So it's a retelling. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And the idea that this has not been available before now is kind of incredible. And so I feel like it's going to be on a lot of people's lists. Or, Now's everybody's chance to get it. Um, and then we also have Who Will Make the Pancakes, which is one of our best books of the yeah. year for comics. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great pick because uh, Megan Kelso is this from Panagraphics. It's short comics, short stories. And I think if you have somebody who might be like a literary prose short story reader, like your Laurie Moore fans, um, time to hand them Megan Kelso's books to, to get them uh, onto Teen Comics because she does a lot of the kind of acrobatic, um, witty things that uh, – prose work and you know, beautiful prose work and short form does, but mm-hmm. using um, the comics form in really interesting uh, and diverse ways. And she's a, real, she's a real marathon runner, I think, in the comics medium. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really uh, moved from the early altern- you know, alternative comics years into, uh, you know, a career as a, you know, a 
a book publishing author, and uh, really, this is a wonderful collection of her, of her, of, of as as this the uh, blurb says, very distinctive stories. And before I we move off of uh, adult comics, I'll mention that we tried not to duplicate too much in the gift guide with our best books list, but we really recommend turning to that page again in uh, the PW tabs because all the other best books are really perfect gifts. Yeah, they're all perfect the holidays as too. gifts for sure. Um, and then you want to talk up real quick about some of the middle grade and YA comics that are picked out. This is actually from our comics team colleagues on the children's side at, at PW, but some of them are my definitely fantastic well, ones. Well, you know what? I'm going to pick – I'll talk about one that I haven't read, but I'm going to talk about yeah. it anyway, only because the author is uh, is a wonderful person who I know personally. Oh, I've oh, lost a little track of her, but we went to Cuba c- together. Uh, she's a wonderful YA author, a middle grade and YA author, and I think this is her, I think this is her first graphic novel, but it's Frizzy by mm-hmm. Clarabelle Ortega. Uh, you know what? I haven't read it myself, but if Clarabelle wrote it, it's a really awesome book. But it's the story. Oh, what is it? The worst, the, the worst part of the week for Dominican middle schooler Marlene is going to the salon where her naturally curly hair is subjected to painful blowouts. So, um, uh, uh, Claire Bell is, uh, Dominican herself. And I can only imagine, uh, the delight, um, that she's created with this, uh, with this, uh, it's a, is this a middle grade or a YA? I'm not sure. I think it's it's middle grade, eighty eight yeah. to twelve, right. and uh, this is book has gotten a lot of buzz. It was on our U.S. Book Show picks for um, fall last spring, there we go. and we had um, Kiara Valdez on to talk about it. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. editor of the book, and she had it's just it's gone from there, and even earlier buzz to really capturing a lot of attention. And I have to say, it was one that I was paging through at the local bookstore here in Park Slope. There you go today, um, and. I actually want to say the other one I picked up today that I was really interested in is Freestyle by Gail Galligan mm-hmm. uh, from Graphics. Gail did, uh, what, I think, the first Babysitter's Club graphic novels that wasn't Raina Telgemeier. I think so, yeah. yeah. So she handed it over to Gail. So this is Gail's own, like, big self-authored and uh, drawn work out of that, you know, like not on a different series. It's already written uh, and it looks fabulous. It's about a middle school dance crew. Um, it's like a big hefty work, you know, believe me, like they, they sit down and they read these quick and then they read them again. And so the longer you can keep them down, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It looks fabulous. I was just leaping through it today. All right. Um, so, and then the one other I have to put a shout out for is Benicula, the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Kevin, but I love Benicula growing yeah, up. Yeah, I haven't, haven't read it, but, um, you know, I'll keep an eye out for it. Well, uh, tip off more than 40 years after the first book. <laughs> right. out, um, it's a real callback. Slow but sure. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, it was a prose work four years ago, and this is the adaptation of it. So it's a really beloved prose work about a vampire bunny rabbit. All right. And everyone should get it for the children right. who didn't read it the first time. Do you have any picks you want to add in our remaining yeah. moments? Yeah, so we'll deviate just a little. Well, yeah, we'll deviate just a little from the formal gift guide into uh, our own personal gift guides. Uh, but I would love to point out, and this is really, I'm basically pointing to one of the books on our PW Best Graphic Novels uh, mm-hmm. of 2022, our best book selections. And really, A Career in Books, a novel about friends, money, and the occasional duck bin by Kate Gavino. This is just uh, a, just a great book, a wonderful lampoon of the book publishing industry. But it's also a very powerful 
feminist take on the lives of working women. So it's it's a page turner and a very thoughtful book. So I I would say uh, look if you if you uh, if if you love books or you've worked in the book publishing industry and you're curious about it. Uh, this is a story of three Asian American women, and they're absolutely determined to work in book publishing, no matter what. So it's a great story. It's the pick for um, the new graduates on their list. You know, on your list, you uh, need to know what they might be getting into. <laughs> sure. And what about you? What do you? What, is oh, there's a couple. Well, one I want to mention we just talked about, so I won't talk about it too much. But Giantess, which we talked about oh, a couple yeah. mm-hmm. episodes ago, which has this lovely picture book quality to it, but it's a beautiful fantasy. And um, Maria Tamarit, who drew it, has a new book coming out in the spring, and so I think this would be a lovely introduction. And just it's just a gorgeous object. Um, and then I have to put in a word for Joseph Smith and the Mormons by yeah, um, mm-hmm, sure. Skyver, because, I, you know, I just did the Let There Be Light. And I think that if we're going to have one illustrated um, biblical guide, why not have another? And this is a <laughs> this is a really fascinating work. And I think that um, it is very much a respectful work, while it's also, uh, you know, addressing something that is a very complicated thing to you know depict which is latter-day visions Mm -hmm. so i i just think it's a really interesting book and i think people who might have ideas about mormons and sexuality this Mm -hmm. is a really interesting way to sort of think about and immerse yourself into the story of joseph smith um and it's also beautifully done like the way they yes the the cartooning is really uh, yeah and the object and the object like if you it looks Mm -hmm. like the bibles the mormon the book of mormon that you find in hotels it's got like the thick puffy cover and it has like a attached sewn in you know um Mm. ribbon bookmark and it just has this it looks like you've given someone the book of mormon and they're gonna open it up so there's gonna be something lovely about that and playful um i want to mention some books that we we talked about a lot earlier in the year but it's a good time to remember them which is wash day diaries by jamila oh yes oh that's good point yeah which is a great pairing with frizzy which is also about Mm -hmm. you know hair care and um women of color and wash day diaries is all about um a group of black women and how like the process of wash day the ritual of wash day kind of takes takes a moment in their life and goes through their their different uh friendships and love affairs and community and it's just it's beautifully drawn really colorful like literally very colorful on the page and a great gift book again to to give to friends in your life close friends great and you know very quickly i'd like to point to um the high desert black Mm -hmm. nowhere by james spooner uh you, you may be more familiar with spooner as a black uh documentarian because he produced a 2003 uh, documentary, Afropunk, um, about, you know, punk music and black and black identity. Um, but what this is his first graphic memoir. It's focused on his own teen years growing up basically around a bunch of white teenage neo-Nazis uh, and white nationalists. Uh, that punk music was the thing, the theme of their life. He talks about how punk music um, transformed him and how he was able to get in touch with the true origins of punk music and the punk vision for life, which is as far away from neo-Nazism as you can imagine. So uh, it's a really powerful, beautiful book, uh, and uh, it kind of looks about punk music and in some ways New York City transforms his life. 
And then, yeah, we, no, excuse me. And then very quickly, uh, Keeping Two by Jordan Crane, which is really, mm-hmm. really a kind of dazzling formal graphic novel, uh, and, uh, a real, uh, just a real look. In my view, it's really, uh, the, uh, really amazing, dis- the discursive examination of the roots of love. Um, uh, I'll just leave it at that, uh, uh, but it's really a, a beautifully illustrated, incredibly thoughtful and moving book that's told through a kaleidoscopic, um, combination of, of ghoulish wit and incredible, uh, incredibly lyric drawing. So there, how's that? I'm glad you did that one in because that's one we would have, we should have talked about on Stargazing. We just, there's so many. Yeah, but it's a really terrific novel. I mean, speaking about kaleidoscopic works, I wanted to also just throw in a mention of the definitely not uh, last to read, if last to discuss, Time Zone J by Julie Doucet. Oh, yes. uh, Which is the return of Julie Doucet to comics absolutely should be something people are thinking about picking up, um, whether they give it as a gift or they use uh, the gift cards they got (laughs) to put it on their own shelf. And you know, I want to, I want to, uh, I really want to shout out one book only because it's, mm-hmm. uh, cause the author is a favorite of mine. And this is his latest book. It's by Dave Chisholm. It's a book, you know, he's, he's a, he's, he's an amazing polymath. He is a jazz trumpeter who also happens to be a PhD in jazz studies. Uh, uh, and a, in a, and did I say He's a jazz trumpeter, a cartoonist who has a PhD. In jazz studies. I mean, it's a unicorn if ever there was one. He did the incredible, um, uh, was it Charlie Parker in California? The, mm-hmm. uh, a graphic biography. Hmm? I'll just remember the actual name. That might be it. I think I mangled the name a little bit, but it's really a Let's graphic biography of Charlie Parker. But this is, uh, Enter the Blue is a really kind of a fanciful and whimsical tribute to Blue Note Records. It's not a literal history of of Blue Note record, but it combines, uh, the, the, uh, the music of, uh, and, and his representations of these historic album covers with a, with a, uh, fanciful story about a young, uh, a young woman, a trumpet player and her mentor. So check it out. Uh, it's from Z2 Comics. Enter the Blue. And Chasing the Bird, Charlie Parker graphic novel is the prior. Chasing the Bird, yes. Charlie Parker in California. I think yes. is the full title of it, something like that. Yep, you're right. It's yeah, but that's from like, that's from a year or two ago. So this is this is this was this came out this year. I think we're done. I want to talk about more books, but I think we're, we've hit our time. <laughs> if we keep talking, we'll never stop. You think? <laughs> anyway, go out and buy these. Are all wonderful books. If you any one of them you buy, you'll be happy that you got. Uh, and hey, Mick, thanks so much for uh, another uh, for a whole year of stargazing. Oh, thank you, Calvin. We'll get even more out next year. This has been an up and down year, but it's really been wonderful to talk to you about these titles. And again, go to your local indie. Books are easy to wrap um, and you'll get it all done. Thanks, everybody. we'll, we'll We'll see everybody again in 2023. Thank you. Bye. Bye.